0: Welcome to Adventures in Evaluation Podcast with James Coyle and Kylie Hutchinson. Hi, my name is James Coyle. I'm an internal evaluator in a large regional health authority in Canada.
1: And I'm Kylie Hutchinson. I'm an external evaluator with uh, my own consulting firm. And together we bring you Adventures in Evaluation Podcast. Hey, Kylie. How are you?
0: I'm very well. How are That's you?
1: Good. Well, I'm having a bad hair day, as you can see on the Skype, but uh, that was because I went for a run. <laughs> but uh, I'm very excited, James, because I just got back from CES in Toronto, Canadian right. Valuation Society Conference, and I was scribbling all these notes that I wanted to, to share with you and also just kind of get your impressions on from the, from the conference.
0: So why are you having to share them with me? Because I was not able to attend.
1: I oh, know cutbacks.
0: Although I did get a number of emails and tweets and a few things saying, "I just heard your name from this woman named Kylie." <laughs> it was like you were here. Uh, a lot of people talking about that uh, evaluation Canada mentoring site.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of interest in that, and you weren't the only one that that wasn't there, James. The what what I heard was that. Um, there was very few federal evaluators there. I think anybody who went there was uh, paid for it themselves. Now, mm. do not I'm not sure if that's true, but I think the cutbacks, there was like this travel ban or something, which was really unfortunate because Toronto is not that far from Ottawa. And traditionally, they make up the bulk of the attendees at the conference. But you didn't really didn't really notice it i mean it was still a a big full conference so Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so many highlights to tell you one of the highlights for me was finally finally i was able to take workshops with jane davidson and stephanie evergreen oh wow yeah which i've wanted to do for a long time but i've always been giving my own workshop at the same time as Mm -hmm. them so um it was really good. Jane Davidson's workshop was, as usual, dead on. Now, Jane just has this incredible way of kind of cutting through all the fluff and just getting to really common sense basics about evaluation. And so I really, really enjoyed her take on, on uh, what she calls actionable evaluation. Mm-hmm. And she's got a book coming out, James, and so we'll post the link to that um no actually the link is out and i think it's called actionable evaluation basics Mm -hmm. um and so she was great and uh just a really really lovely person as well and uh i think you probably saw the tweet the tweet that i did that we we introduced jane to that most venerable of canadian institutions tim hortons (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) way to go kylie keep it classy
1: keep it classy right
0: so, so you know, I got a, I have a sort of hunch here that uh, Jane could become the next evaluator who shall not be named.
1: I, I think she's definitely very, uh, very close in the running. Yeah. Yeah, and know. for
0: those who don't know what we're talking about, of course, uh, I make uh, the uh, occasional name drop of uh, uh, Michael Compton, and uh, I know just in conversation you're a big fan of Jane's work. So, can you tell us a bit about? What her talk was was it a keynote? Oh, sorry, you said it was a workshop. What was that about?
1: Oh, she just she just gave a workshop, and I don't want to kind of steal her thunder, but um, it was just I I think having been in evaluation so long, what I really admire about Jane is is again it's just her common sense ability to to not get so wrapped up in theories and and all of this. It's just let's just get back to basics what are we what are you trying to evaluate here and how can we make it of the most value i mean that's uh, the most value to the to the people that you're doing it for and she just that's really the only way that i can kind of say it's just with a really healthy dose of Mm. of common sense and with a focus on utilization and action afterwards Mm -hmm. um The other webinar that I, or the other workshop that I finally got to go to was Stephanie Evergreens. And again, Stephanie, it was hands down, you know, one of the best half day workshops I've ever been to. And -hmm. I know that because I was scribbling madly. And so her focus on, on, I know she gives um, webinars and workshops in a number of areas, but this one she kind of, she zeroed in on data visualization and particularly charts and how we do charts. And Mm -hmm. so she would do before and after charts. Mm -hmm. We would start with one and then she would just systematically alter the chart um, saying, you know, we're going to take out the legend because that clutters it up. And by the end, you know, it usually was about 10 steps and, and you would see the after version and it was just clearer. It made its point better, and I—I I just, I all of a sudden I was in the position where I had to give a presentation the next day, and I thought, "Oh gosh, I'm going to be up all night now fixing my charts." This is the same friends. thing that
0: happened to you when you saw Presentation Zen.
1: Exactly. You're like,
0: "Oh man, my presentation <laughs> tomorrow is going to suck."
1: I know, and so I'm thinking, um, you know, existing charts that I've got up on websites and stuff, and they're on my to-do list. I got to go and change them. Um, but that was great, and and the good news is, Steph has a her book is coming out under Sage as well in September or mm-hmm. so on data visualization. Right. So the the pro D the workshops were really good uh, there, but um, I think you know some of the kind of insights that I was picking up at the conference that I really wanted to share with you was this sense that evaluation is getting to a point now as a discipline where it's really starting to grow up and it's maturing. And what what gave me this was just some killer keynote speakers. And you know me, I'm the first person to kind of slag a keynote speaker that, you know, doesn't well, you, you wouldn't
0: name names. <laughs> what do you mean by maturing?
1: Well, it was the keynote speakers. It was, it was, it was some of their topics that they were all kind of talking about trends that were happening and how evaluation was responding to them or what our role is with with respect to these trends. And I just got the sense that the, there was. All of a sudden, as a discipline, we're able to look back at ourselves or look objectively at the work that we do, um, and and say you, so. For example, there was a lot less talk on methodology and uh, a lot more kind of introspection around. Mm who are we as evaluators Mm. and what can we achieve and reflections on our role or our effectiveness or our value to date. So, um, you know, there was, I think it was, um, Dan Wilson from the Ontario Trillium Foundation. And he was on one of the keynote panels and he said, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a technical specialist or do you want to be a change agent, a social change agent? Mm -hmm. Um, and and he he made this funny analogy that the technical specialist is the rebel alliance or do you want to be a, a social change agent a jedi knight right and so that kind of theme came through a lot um Jane Davidson, um, you know, was talking about this real common sense approach that provides value for our clients or, you know, for programs by actually answering the question: Was the program actually worthwhile? Right? As opposed to being kind of these these slaves to this technical process or this mm-hmm. or this methodology. Hallie Preskill, um, she. In her keynote, again, really hard hitting keynote speech she made, she made us question the assumptions that we've based this technical process on um, and, uh, and our role in the era of big data. So she was talking about big data, for example, She gave the example of target that every time we go through the target checkout and in Canada, that will be quite soon because we all know they're moving into Canada. They collect all of this data on our shopping habits and stuff. So, and then she had all these stats and, and Hallie, as you know, James, we, Hallie has agreed to be a guest on our podcast where she's going to, I asked her if she would kind of give us a, a short version of this keynote speech, but, um, Talking about what our role is in the era of big big data, so it was really really interesting to kind of see this level of introspection, and I think that's where the the growing up in the maturing is is this kind of existential: what are we about as evaluators? And you know, we've been in this game for a long time. I mean, I took my first course in evaluation in 1988, and uh, went out on my own as a consultant in 1997, and and you know a lot of the focus in my in my professional development or when I'm at conferences is really about building up my technical skills. so when developmental evaluation came along, you know wanted to learn how to do that and uh utilization focused or being culturally competent, you know all this kind of technical methodology and mm-hmm. which I'm not saying is not relevant anymore, but it was really a theme at this conference where people were taking a step back and, and being really introspective and saying, okay, I can follow all this technical methodology. I can be a te- technical specialist. But what I what we really want to be is social change agents, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the first reason many of us got into the field. It's one of the first things that you read in a lot of evaluation books as well as uh, we're trying to change the world and make it better. We're trying to improve things. Uh, We didn't get into this just so that we could reflect uh, alone the facts, Um, you know, that we get back to the often debated definition of what an evaluation includes. Um, But, you know, one of the things I'm picking up from what you're saying is, you know, that competency around reflection personally, but also as a discipline and how we will help make the world better, um, how we will be able to convey difficult information in a way that says, hey, what are we really looking at here is this program of value or is it is it not and if it's not quite there yet how are we going to improve matters i'm interested to know how others you talked to at the conference received these kind of talks but i mean it sounds like it hit you right were there others that were you know pushed out of their comfort zone chats around the water cooler saying hmm i don't know about this and
1: no, you know the last day, the um, the closing plenary, which can you know sometimes be a bit anticlimactic in conferences, really blew me away, blew a lot of people away, and I'm sorry for anybody who had to leave early and miss the last day's closing plenary because it again was just power packed.
0: So Kylie, who did the plenary remarks at the end of the conference?
1: So uh, he was great. His name was Sanjeev Sridharan and he did a great kind of summary synthesis wrap up of the conference. And as part of that, he had taken little video clips of people just at some of the coffee breaks and asked them, um, what they see as the changing role of evaluators and, you know, trends impacting evaluators. And so there was some, uh, very good, articulate, short clips. And we're all watching this on his PowerPoint. So it was extremely engaging. So I'm kind of dancing around here. But I want to kind of, before I answer your question about what people's response was, the other really powerhouse keynote speaker was John Gargani. And I, if you've never heard John speak before, he's great. I mean, he's a fabulous speaker. And he had killer PowerPoints, <laughs> like really engaging powerpoints and one of the he again was talking about the this changing or this role of evaluators in our changing world and one of the things that he was highlighting was the burgeoning field of impact investing or social return on investment where you're getting these companies that are investing in social or innovative social programs but um your program or your program can't kind of be up on this stock exchange to receive funding unless you can accurately demonstrate your social impact. So it's social impact investing. um, There was a a little bit of buzz around SROI at this conference, um, and I'll put some links up about that from sites. But he was mentioning how this whole area of impact investing is where people or social programs are are meant to be showing their impacts in order to attract investors but the whole field of evaluation is isn't involved with this as well at all and so we we are completely we have been completely cut out of this whole new thing called social impact investing meanwhile we're the ones with the skills in how to assess impact but it's being done by these people with financial backgrounds
0: So that actually brings me to a different question, Um, and we'll see if we can close some of our tangents here. But, you know, uh, what surfaces for me is the question or or did anybody, uh, you know, surface the issue that we don't know whether the discipline of evaluation itself is adding a social return on investment? Because that's a question that I've started to ask, uh, particularly of some training programs that help people become evaluators or do evaluation that are interested in return on investment, you know, turn the lens on ourselves. So what am I? What am I adding in the way of value, um, both social and you know, financial, etc.
1: So th- again, that that's a really good point, James, because that did come up, and and a number of us went out for dinner one night where we actually talked about what is the evaluation, what is the value of evaluation? Mm -hmm. And we go out and we do all these independent little evaluations, but nobody's ever kind of pulled it together as a story and said, look, this is our collective impact as evaluators. And it made me think we almost need our own infographic where we can somehow tell the story of how evaluation is helping organizations in Canada or the United States. We can say, you know, this much money has been spent on evaluation. Um, you know, this much money has been saved through the results of evaluation. I mean, we just, we don't have that kind of story to tell our mm-hmm. collective impact, whereas other people are are doing this. And And John Gargani's point about this field of impact investing is that these folks, they don't even really know about us as evaluators. We're just so small and they're just going off and kind of doing their own thing. Um, the other note that he touched on the whole area of big de- data again. So, all of this data that's being collected about us as a population, as communities, um, often without our knowledge. But he says that, so, Hallie's question was, you know, are, what is evaluation's role in this area of big data and john's point john's kind of perspective on it was that in the era of big data we, we are still relevant as evaluators because big data doesn't care about the things that we do like social change or equity big data is very much about marketing and and people's you know purchasing preferences and things like that but after kind of hearing all of these things and I'm sitting there kind of scribbling down these notes and and what what really kind of occurred to me was over the pa- over the four days of the conference what I was hearing is that our role as an evaluator is changing and speaking of change James I We had to change where we finished this conversation because, as you know, I had to leave for vacation. (laughs) And so my family is now at the campground, and I was desperately looking for a place to do this. So I am now in a Starbucks bathroom (laughs)
0: right now. Yeah, that was my suggestion. Too noisy among all the books. Why did you go sit in the bathroom and uh, adventures in bathroom podcasting?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, it is one of those private bathrooms, but apparently the other people use the hairdryer. Anyways, what I was saying was at the conference... I was scribbling all these notes and thinking about when I started out as an evaluator, I was really focused on my research methodology, right? And my stats. Mm -hmm. Um, And I worked really, you know, that was my focus. Then I went out on my own and started working primarily with not-for-profit groups and community groups. And what I found there was I ditched the stats pretty much immediately, but I had to get up to speed very quickly on facilitation skills because I was working with... um, uh, groups. I was using participatory approaches. I was doing consensus building on logic models and things like that. So I needed those facilitator skills. Then uh, fast forward uh, a few years and the whole area of effective reporting came up. And now it's not just enough to just be an evaluator and repi- uh, write a report. We have to use... We have to have all these communication skills so that we know that we can report effectively so that the findings get utilized. Okay. So now I've got to be, be, have communication skills. And it's always really helpful if I have graphic design skills now because I'm doing things like infograms and things like that. And then. You know, in the last year with changes with mobile data collection, which is becoming more and more popular, now I'm having to be kind of an IT expert. And my my toolbox, James, is getting really, really full right now. You need a belt. I need a I need a tool belt.
0: You need a backpack of tools.
1: Well, and back to your original question about, you know, what were people what were people's comments about these changes in the role of evaluators? And, um, so I got up and asked John Gargani these, these questions at, um, at the final plenary, you know, what, what is, what are your thoughts around the training of the new generation of evaluators nowadays? And, you know, I won't get into his response, but afterwards, a lot of people came up to me and said, yeah, you know, this is really kind of dawning on me. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Well, it sounds like a great, a great four days, um, I'm sorry I missed it, but, you know, I feel like um, this is exactly the kind of summary that people should be bringing back after conferences. I mean, where I work, in fact, I wasn't there because of budget pressures. I'll go to one other conference this year, but more and more, I think it's important that people go and then afterwards you reflect and you share. And so for me, this is really valuable. Uh, I'm looking forward to having Hallie. Uh, sort of you know reflect on her uh, attendance there and her keynote as well, um, because I, I, I think the the items that you've surfaced, these big issues around big data, uh, how we 're going to train ourselves and the future evaluators are all relevant, and it sounds like it was a theme that came together at that conference, and isn't, yeah. that, isn't that kind of a novel idea?
1: Yeah, and I wanna I wanna pick up on on something that you've mentioned to me earlier about you know evaluators having to have these massive tool belts. And you said you know as an internal evaluator, you work with the sometimes people's skills kind of complement each other on the team, correct?
0: Yeah, I mean I, I mean if I was an independent consultant like yourself, I would think, geez, I really got to have some strong alliances if I'm out there on my own. And I know you're not all on your own, but um, I get to lean on aspects and competencies that are part of my system, whether it's data gathering, uh, whether it's you know others who are into data visualization. Um, how, how, does the, how does the individual evaluator or the person starting their career know how they're gonna do that?
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's one more thing that I just wanted to mention that was really cool on the last day was they had this town hall style meeting with individual data click- clickers. And so everybody had these little tiny data clickers at their at their table, and they put up a number of very thought-provoking questions about evaluation. So, for example, one of the questions was, "What do you think are some of the top challenges facing these days?" And then we would have this multiple choice, our whatever our selection was, and then it would it would um, analyze it real time and put it put the chart up. And so I thought that was really kind of cool. That's for some at a conference so heads up to AEA people that was a, an amazing start and I'll, I'll post a picture of that on the um, up on the website as well
0: great well Kylie thank you so much for giving uh, me and all of our listeners that summary uh, there were a lot of people who've checked out uh, the conference preview uh, as of today 240 hits so it's you know it's it's been a well listened to podcast um, hope uh, we uh, help boost some of the attendance of so the people that were there and look forward to uh, our listeners' comments on your reflections as well as their own. Uh, if you want to give us feedback about this podcast or any podcast, you can go to our website, adventuresinevaluation.podbean.com, and leave us a message under any one of the podcasts. Or you can send us an email to podcast at gmail.com.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks, James. Um, and uh, great to get your feedback on those things. I can't wait to see you in washington at aea Um, but aside from that have a great week
0: kylie i look forward to seeing you in person too
1: okay bye